This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for March 1st, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 8, verses 31 through 38. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Today's Gospel lesson, Jesus, uh, sounds that sort of a permanent theme of Lent, which is self-denial. You know, he says, if anyone uh, would follow me, then first they must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. And self-denial is a, one of the main things that we're doing during Lent. Now, self-denial is not very popular in our society. You know, we're not into um, self-denial, we're into instant gratification. Um, but why should we deny ourselves of anything? I mean, it seems like we have so much that we can't attain anyway, so why should we have to deny ourselves? And yet, self-denial is a very important part of the development of our character as people. You know, and if you're not able to put off things, then you end up being miserable most of the time. You know, anybody who's raised kids knows that, because little kids, when they want candy, when do they want it? Now. Um, but if it's immediately before dinner, it might not be a good idea. Um, but they don't care. They don't, they don't see it that way. And so self-denial can be a, a very good thing, a very positive thing, and a very necessary thing for us. That's why the church emphasizes it so much during Lent. It's not so much to um, make us suffer or be un, unhappy or have to uh, go without, or, or you know, when we think of sacrifice, it seems like such a hard burden for us. It's really more as a matter of discipline and training. And we see that throughout the gospel. Jesus is constantly talking about self-denial as part of the Christian path and the Christian journey. And so to look at that a little bit, I want to talk a little bit about uh, some ways in which that has gone on and and still does go on. In church history, there was a saint um, who I know all of you are very familiar with, Saint Simeon of the Stylite. You all know him? You're very aware of him? Jeff's nodding his head. (laughs) Is that your favorite saint? I mean, everybody with Saint Simeon the Stylite? You may know his uh, uh, pupil who he taught, who was his, uh, he mentored this one person. His name was Anthony. You know who Saint Anthony was? Hear him? Saint Anthony the Hermit? Not Herman, but Anthony. Um, so, Saint Simeon the Stylite, the word stylites in Greek means literally pillar. It's the same place that we get the word stylus um, from like a writing utensil because it looks like a small pillar. And so St. Simeon of Stylite was a weird kid. I mean, he was just bizarre by anybody's stretch of the imagination. And so at a very early age, he heard this, the call of the gospel to deny yourself and take up your cross and follow Jesus. So he dedicated his life to denying himself of the world so that he might be filled with Jesus. That was all he cared about. It was all he wanted. And he even convinced his parents to let him go into a monastery and become part of a monastic community at a very early age. And he went there and he lived there for three years until the monks threw him out. Because apparently he didn't get enough solitude and enough time to deny himself in the way he wanted to at the monastery. And he thought the monks were being a little lax in the way they were doing. They were bothering his prayer life. So they decided that he wasn't really cut out for community life. And so they, they told me he had to leave. Now, I grew up in Cappadocia, which is in Turkey today, southern Turkey, and uh, not real far from Syria. 
um, the border with Syria. And so when they threw him out, he went south down into the mountains that are down through there, and he found a cave that he lived in. And while he lived there, he thought he would have complete solitude because it's out in the desert and it's a cave and you know people would leave him alone and he could just be with God. And he finally decided that after a while that he wasn't doing enough of self-denial. And so, you know, what do you give up for Lent when you've already given up everything? You know, how do you, how, what do you do? So what he decided was that for Lent, all of it, he would not eat or drink anything for the entire period of Lent. And so he, he would do this. Well, word spread around about this holy man that lives up in this cave probably a little bit this nutty holy man that lives up in this cave um, who's up there. But all he ever does is talk to God. Well, if you talk to God that much, surely you are hearing something, you know, something's going on. So people started coming up into the mountains to get his advice on things and what to do. Well, now we're back to where we were before. They're interfering with his ability to deny the world and, and only be with Jesus. So he, he leaves there and goes further south, just outside of a, a, a town called Aleppo. Have you anybody here heard of Aleppo? It's possible, but <laughs> it's not real far from Raqqa. Have anybody heard of Raqqa lately? Both are in Syria. Raqqa is where the Islamic State's headquarters is. They have taken over the town of Aleppo. Um, that's where they've been massacring Christians. So it's just outside of of Aleppo that he finds that there is this uh, natural formation of stone that's a pillar. It's about nine feet tall. So he builds himself a platform and puts it up on top of the pillar. And it's just big enough for you to sit or kneel on. You can't lay down on it. And he climbs up there thinking, surely now people will know I don't want to be bothered because I'm up on this platform. No. That didn't work. Matter of fact, everybody was fascinated by the fact that this guy is actually sitting up on this platform all the time. And all he ever does is pray.